For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. It is time for us, we being The Approach Shot. I am John Ashton, he is Neil Michaels. You have a good handle on who you are, I would imagine. I have, a, I have a decent handle on it, though there are days I go, who am I? So this is not one of those days, so I think we're fine. That's okay. Everybody else in your circle also does the same thing. Who is he? So, hey, I wanted to let you know something before we jump into who our guests are today. Sure. Um, I was doing a little research on our beloved show. Mm-hmm. The good news, I guess, is, is that less than 90%, less than 90% of our listeners mm-hmm. – come from the United States. <laughs> we have uh, 2.3% that come from the UK, mm-hmm. about the same from Canada. We also have a significant amount of listeners from India, Australia, South Africa, the Russian Federation, Tovarich, Sweden, the Philippines, and France. Really? So to people around the world that are listening to us hello and thank you for tuning in and definitely we're uh, we're honored to have you listening from your corners of the world you know that that's something because you know my i have a four-year-old grandson who's who sometimes hangs out while we do the show you've run into him he's real cute do you know that during the whole pandemic thing he because all his siblings were watching school at home he wanted to do something so his mother signed him up for spanish lessons oh wow yeah and he's pretty good at it. I mean, you know, we've got we've got a, an international audience. We should have him on to to do Spanish. But he was telling me a few things. I was asking him a few words, and he knew them. Except, you know, he's four years old, and he was rattling these things off. And I said, said, well, what's what's the word for please? And he didn't know it. And I think that's kind of poor for four, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Speaking of which, Bert Hart will be here later to do dad jokes and bad jokes, and apparently John's just warming up. <laughs> and I am also going to geek out 
because our main guest this week is Mike Kimlin, relief pitcher for the Boston Red Sox during a banner year, literally, of 2004. You know, and, and for the rest of us, while he was a pitcher for the Red Sox and was the closer for the Red Sox during the year that they finally broke the, the curse, mm-hmm. he also pitched for, you know, got two World Series rings for the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. He pitched for Colorado, for the Orioles. But John will focus his entire attention on the Red Sox years. There are no other years. No other years. No. The, the other years were just warm-ups. For what he did with the Red Sox. Played it the simple. man has four World Series rings. Two of them are with the Red Sox and two with the Blue Jays. So okay. uh, we're, we're delighted. To have and look at you. The Blue Jays. The Blue Jays don't matter. Uh, we're you delighted know, to have them. That 2.3% of people from Canada, they concerned about that. Okay? That's the, it. The 2.3% of the people are going, shut up, John. We, we matter. Mike Timlin, comedian. We'll be coming. We'll be right back. We are the Approach Shot. Hey, it's Neil Michaels, and I got to tell you, I'm so excited. My family asked me what I wanted for Father's Day, and I said, Omaha Steaks, the Get Out and Grill assortment. And they said, okay, and it's sitting on my driveway. It looks amazing. It includes 20 entrees like ultra juicy burgers, plump chicken breasts, desserts, and four 10-ounce Butcher's Cut New York Strip Steaks, like I'm going to share. These strips are aged 30 days, and you know why that's important? Because just like me, age equals tenderness. Plus, on top of that, you get four free New York Strip Burgers with your order. These are ultra lean and pack a bold, intense flavor, and I am firing up the grill soon. See, Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. So here's what you do if you want the same thing that I just got. Go to omahasteaks.com, and at the very top, you'll see a blank. Type in the keyword approach and order the Get Out and Grill assortment today. That way you're sending dad more than just a gift. It's an experience he'll love. And unlike me, he might actually share it with you. Don't forget, for a limited time, go to omahasteaks.com, put in that keyword approach, and you will get four free New York Strip burgers with your order. That's omahasteaks.com with the word approach at the top of the page. Get yourself those free New York Strip Burgers today. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-590-0443. That's 800-590-0443. Again. 800-590-0443. Yes, as we mentioned, it is us, the approach shot. I am John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. We have a guest, and I'm I'm just kind of geeking out. Because as as you may have known, have you listened before, I grew up in Boston, kind of like a dyed-in-the-wool, die-hard, forever-and-ever Red Sox fan. And Today's worst-kept secret. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a guest who, after what he did in 2004, has been probably elevated to patron saint status 
in New England. Oh. <laughs> Mike Timlin. Man, I, I'm not real sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he lives in Colorado now, so he's actually been elevated, but for different reasons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And stuff we can't talk about. <laughs> Mike, welcome to the approach shot. Great to have Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I'm supposed to start by talking about golf because John always says, you know, this is a golf podcast, though I argue with him that this is a podcast that's golf flavored. Yeah. But the fact that you're such a Red Sox geek, I am going to just sit back and have you talk about 2004 and just laugh at you. <laughs> Man, not only did they break the curse, in 2004, but they did it by beating the Yankees. And if you remember correctly, the Red Sox were down, what, three games to one and down in the bottom of the ninth inning. And it was like, oh, no, here we go again. And then suddenly the dam burst. Miracles happened. And every Red Sox fan in the world has been elated ever since. That's that's so very true. It was uh, it was almost like you know the, the Cinderella story that was written years and years ago, and we just kind of played it out. Um, we thought it was going to play out in two thousand three, obviously, mm -hmm. but uh, you know saw fit that it would be two thousand four instead. When you're a member of the Red Sox, do you get caught up in that Yankees rivalry as badly as the people who live in Boston do? Not quite as badly as as the fan base. Um, you do get caught up into it. I mean, it's uh, it has its own life. That rivalry becomes almost playoff-like, even in April. Yeah, you know, you have a three-game set in April. It's cold. Um, it has a playoff feel. You know, you know the implications every time you play the Yankees. We know everybody that you know sits in in our our seats that's wearing red and not you know, whatever pinstripe that thing is, um, <laughs> you know, they, they want blood. Um, yeah. and you know, if, if you could literally go out as a Red Sox and beat the Yankee team every time 19 to nothing, there would be no remorse from a Red Sox fan ever no. <laughs> uh, for doing that for four or five years in a row, feeling bad for them. Is the say feeling the same now that the curse has been broken? Is the rivalry as sharp as it was back then? Or is it going to be forever and ever and ever? I don't know if it's as sharp um, since, you know, the Red Sox have had s some really good success um, in the past years. You know, they seem to not be, they're not in Cub status anymore, the lovable losers. The come up short gang, um, you know, where we finally went past and got over that hump. Every team now believes that, you know, the Red Sox teams believe now that they can, you know, continue it on, continue what, what happened in 2004, 2007, you know, eight and 13. And, you know, they can continue on that and, and keep it going. Yeah. They seem to have always been lacking at pitchers. I mean, when I lived, I was in the fourth grade and I had a little girlfriend. Her name was Ann Mambouquet. Bill Mambouquet was her uncle and he was a pitcher yes. for the Red Sox. He and, was a, a very good friend of mine, a great coach. Oh, really? Well, tell yes, him sir. to say hello to his niece for me. Okay. I haven't well, seen. I him. can't do that. That's the way. <laughs> oh man, I am so sorry to hear that. <laughs> no, well, never, okay. never mind. That would be an entirely different show. Yeah, way. yeah. But um, pitching has always been lacking. But I you know in 2004, and you can take this with however many grains of salt you want, Mike. But it got to the point when they were going to the bullpen and they brought in Timlin. Everyone was like, "Yes," <laughs> because <laughs> you had one hell of a of a, of a postseason that year, man. You did. It was great. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I was very blessed to uh, to have a, a great season. You know, it's funny. Um, 
I didn't really, I had a revelation in 2003 and part of 2004, you know, I would go out and have a bad game. I would give up a double or something like that, lose the game, you know, blow a save, whatever. And I realized that, you know, and I, I love Red Sox fans to death, but they're not in love with me. They're in love with the, the uniform. Right. And, yeah. you know, you can put a warm body in a Red Sox uniform and they're going to love the guy. But, you know, I actually, it helped me mentally to get over trying to try too hard. And, mm-hmm. you know, as athletes, when athletes really try hard, they screw things up. Yeah. And yeah. when you relax and you play the game and you have fun, no matter what game you're playing, it's it's so much easier. And it looks natural and it just happens. And I got to that point um, probably about midway through 2004. Cool. And it wasn't me that they were rooting for, nor were they rooting against. It was the uniform. Yeah. And that took a ton of mental pressure off me coming into some pretty nasty situations throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And I just went out and, and played the game and had so much fun doing it. We will revisit that thought in just a moment. But first thing, I want to explain something Explain something to Neil. Boston and New York are very close to each other. Mm-hmm. Two very large cities. Mm-hmm. They have been at each other's throats since about 1772. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they it's will... kind of like this the Israeli thing going on in the Gaza Strip. It's, yeah. it's kind of like that. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you just call New York to Boston – our Gaza Strip, yeah, we're, yep. you you be you be covering it. That, exactly, and we not only hate the Yankees, but we hate the Jets, the Giants, yes, <laughs> and New so Yorkers having, in general. Okay, New, New Yorkers. Having, having lived in Maryland, we experience the same thing, but our hatred isn't nearly as bad. Yeah, but for example, when Mike Messina, uh, who was a great pitcher for the Orioles for quite a while. And his contract was up, and then he signed with the Yankees. The whole city just kind of went, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like, are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 But yeah. it's different. It, it's, it's like when Johnny Damon yeah. did what he did with the Yankees, uh, with the Red Sox, and then signed with the Yankees. Yeah, there's, there's just no forgiving. No, there that. is any, anybody but right. the Yankees. Anybody but the Yankees. That is, <laughs> any, anybody. Yeah. That is, so, that is, yeah. so Mike, Mike has four, count them, four championship ring. After the, you got your first, did you ever walk up to a Yankee fan and kind of put your hand on your face like, hey, how's it going? So they could just look at that thing. Uh, no. It's funny. I, you know, I didn't really ever, you know, even just winning the, the first two back-to-back in uh, 92 and 93, it was, it happened, it seemed like it happened in a blink of an eye. It happened so fast that it just, you know, you didn't really have time to go, wow, I'm I have two World Series rings, mm-hmm. you know, and I have two World Series rings to my possession, but never even considered showing them off. Until today. <laughs> it would take me a minute, but I had to go back and go get them. And, and until this moment, I didn't even think about this, but you were part of the team where Joe Carter hit the home run to win the World Series in the bottom of the ninth as well, correct? Yes, sir. I was. Okay. I was sitting so, in the bullpen. So you're kind of a cardiac kid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I've been on the edge a few times. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was remarkable baseball as well. Since we yeah, promised that we would not would not geek out too much on the whole baseball aspect of this thing, like <laughs> as, as we do. When when you were saying earlier about how you learn to relax and uh-huh. just play for fun, have you found that that same? Have you been able to take that same attitude to your golf game and find any improvement 
on that front also with the same mental attitude. Absolutely. At times, you know, and, and the, the most frustrating thing about golf for me is, I mean, as with everybody, is the small steps of improvement. Mm-hmm. And it got to the to the point this winter. Um, I was, and I, don't, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, of the X-Golf. Yeah. And it's uh, indoor simulators. Yep. Um, sure. They opened one here in Denver. And uh, some of the guys at the club that I play with, we went and we joined a league on Monday night. So you play three guys against three guys for nine holes. You're playing against one of their teammates, you know, so you have, you know, your handicap scores, you know, fall into place and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got so frustrated with my swing that one day it was there, one day it's not. Yeah. And I, I told my wife, I said, I, I got to do something. So I went to, and I went to see, go see golf tech and I went to go see a guy at golf tech mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm breaking my swing down. And now I'm playing golf with a very mechanical swing, very mechanical thoughts, you know, just trying to do the basic things of what I need to do starting from the beginning yeah, and trying to get to where I want to be. And, you know, my scores go up, my frustration level goes up, but I also remember many times trying to learn how to throw, you know, a slider down on the, down on the black um, in the minor leagues and how many times I had to throw it and go through the process of either you're hanging it or you're bouncing it and it's not perfect, mm-hmm. but you had to practice and practice and practice. Yeah. And you know, that's where my golf game is right now. Yeah. That whole P word comes into play a lot in golf, man. It kind of yeah. turns a lot of us off, yes, sir, it does. but we do have a lot more golf conversations coming up. We swear no more baseball golf. <laughs> and we come right back with Mike Dimlin on the approach shot. You're still running your business on QuickBooks. QuickBooks? More like quicksand. You do know that the bigger your company grows, the faster you sync with outdated software that just can't keep up, right? It's Neil Michaels. And as a business owner myself, let me ask you this. Do you have time to deal with manual processes, multiple systems, delays, and scrambling to get the numbers you need? Yeah, I didn't think so. It's time to get out of the quicksand and get on solid ground with NetSuite. NetSuite by Oracle helps you automate your key business processes and close your books in a fraction of the time. Think days, not weeks. In fact, 93% of surveyed organizations increased visibility and control over their business since making the switch from QuickBooks to NetSuite. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to graduate from QuickBooks. Head over to netsuite.com approach. That's special financing for you graduates at netsuite.com slash approach. Again, netsuite.com slash approach. Kicking back with a good cigar, it's a reward. It's a tradition. And if you've been going to a gas station or convenience store, it's expensive. It's time to try FamousSmoke.com. Famous delivers your favorite cigars right to your doorstep at America's lowest prices. You know what you buy at a gas station? Gas. Beef jerky, lottery tickets, not cigars. That gas station doesn't watch their humidor like we watch ours. Filled to the rafters with over 1,000 brands like Romeo, Drew Estate, Rocky Patel, Fuente, Macanudo, and more. Millions of cigars in stock, shipped fast, and guaranteed to arrive at your door fresh and ready to smoke. No gas station guarantees that, but we can because cigars have been our family business for over 80 years. Here's our best deal yet. Go to FamousSmoke.com and use promo code 10 bucks at checkout. That's one zero bucks. We'll take 10 bucks off your $50 order. If you want real cigars, trust a real cigar shop. Famous Smoke Shop and save $10 now with promo code 10 bucks.
bucks. Only at FamousSmoke.com. We are back. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. Mike Timlin with us. Our guest. Have you always been a relief? No. Okay. I'm sorry. That's baseball. So. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't take long. Couldn't do it. (laughs) John Ashton, man of broken promises. Oh, boy. Oh, man. But but how often do you get to play now, man? Right now, I have the capability of playing four or five times a week. As you know, I'm retired. Mm -hmm. Um, I joined a country club that's close to our house. One of the members there is Mike Myers, a oh. left-handed submarine pitcher. Oh. He was yeah. my neighbor. So we have uh, we have a league every Friday. So we play every Friday afternoon. I try to get out at least two or three times a week if I'm not, you know, extremely busy doing something, you know, around the house or, mm-hmm. you know, traveling somewhere. But, right. yeah, we try to play at least, you know, two or three times a week. And right before we came on, you were talking about how your game is uh, right around the century mark and – you had quoted that if you're shooting under a hundred, you're at the top 10% of America in recreational golfers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh it's a, it's a strange number that, that, you know, you don't really realize at the time, you know, just being an, an everyday, what would you would call a, a weekend warrior golfer, mm-hmm. but it's also a number that's a whole lot easier to swallow. If you shoot a hundred or if you're struggling with your game and you're, you're not Rory McElroy or, or Tiger Woods where you're, you know, putting in 67, 66, you know, 68, you know, every <laughs> tournament and you're lucky to, you know, sometimes hit 85. Yeah. But then you're but, not, you're not hitting a thousand balls on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday leading up to Thursday and Friday scores either. Yeah. That's right. And having a coach stand there, you know, and watch your swing and. Yep. You know, watch the subtleties of your swing and where your ball is and all that other stuff. You have to, you have to do it all on your own. And that's, that's what makes recreational golf really hard. Yeah. When I was um, living in DC, I had a buddy who probably shot low nineties on a regular basis and he was frustrated with his game because he didn't get any better. He felt mm-hmm. like that was the best he was ever going to do. So he went and took lessons and they broke down his swing. And for a couple of months, he was just all over the place scalding and popping up and hooking and shanking and everything. And the coach said to him, the only way for you to get better than you were was to do these things right. And as you had just suggested, suddenly, slowly, his game started to come back together. Those things Mm -hmm. didn't happen as much. Suddenly he got more power. Suddenly he saw turning and twisting and, and doing things the way you're supposed to do them. And then he broke 90 and then he was regularly playing in the 80s. So uh, it's true. It can be done. Yeah, it, it can be done. It can be. I have I have a very good friend who uh, will soon officially become one of the top 100 golf instructors in the country. I've played golf with him a little bit, and he's he's given me a bunch of tips. But he's a what they call a bio swing mechanics guy, where he does not believe that there's only one way to do everything. You want to go and say get better. He'll throw a club at you and say swing it and watch how you swing. And mm-hmm. in light of how you already swing, how your body moves, he will tell you the improvements to make. He's got me down to an eleven point two handicap. Nice. Yeah. Wow. From where? Uh, it was it was like off the charts to begin with. I mean, I couldn't break a yeah. hundred to save my life. I, I I just thought you know when you said from where that he was going to say ladies tees. <laughs> 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 well, you know, if he can see your swing and, you know, that's kind of what I did when I was a high school pitching coach, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, if you throw a baseball or you play baseball, there's no, 
and you guys have seen it, you know, many times guys walk to the plate, there's a different stance or hands are in this different spot. Right. I mean, we all have to get to the impact point um, with a golf swing, Yeah. but it's how you get there. And if you get there naturally with the biomechanic thing, you know, you don't do everything. You know, I don't swing like Neil swings to hit the golf ball the same way. We have to get there different paths, but if we can consistently do what we do correctly, then yeah. the improvements come. So yeah. that's kind of what, you know, and he makes you do it. it's frustrating. It is frustrating. He makes you do a lot of work without a ball in front of you. Just yes. swing and swing and swing. And then he threw yeah. a penny down and he said, hit the penny. And I did right. consistently. And he said, John, mm-hmm. if you can get a penny airborne, there's no reason why you can't hit a golf ball. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So yeah, the people look at me and like, well, you're a baseball player. You're used to the ball moving. I'm like, no, I'm not. I was a pitcher. I, I was I'm not a hitter. <laughs> I didn't, I I didn't even hit. play it. Bats, it's, it didn't, didn't work for me. But, you know, the ball's not moving, so I should be able to hit it correctly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's the small muscle memory things that you've always done wrong. You know, you pull your head up, you lean back a little bit, you dip down too far, you know, you hit it fat, you hit it thin, you know, and those are the things that we have to get rid of. Yeah, definitely. Do we want to bring up a a kind of a, a sad subject at the moment? But you and I have, we just found out, have something in common, Mike, is both of our mothers passed away from the same disease, ALS. Which yes, is, and I'm I'm sorry for you for which, that. Which is a a it just it's just so tragic to have to watch people go through that. You have a foundation that 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 attacks that, do you not? Yes, sir. Um, we're I'm affiliated with uh, the Angel Fund dot org, okay. and it's based in Massachusetts. Most of the money that we raise, and we raise quite a bit of money just through my uh, <clears throat> my mom's memorial five k run that mm-hmm. we've had for. 17 years. It's not huge. It's based in Hopkinton, Mass. And we've done it right there at Hopkinton High School and Hopkinton Middle School right. for years and years. And that may uh, sound familiar to you. It's where the Boston Marathon also starts. That's exactly where yeah. the Boston Marathon starts. Yes. And uh, we got affiliated with that uh, running group who volunteered for years and years uh, to run our foundational run. You know, so they've done they've done great things for us. But all the money goes to Dr. Brown, Dr. Robert Brown and Mass General. And he's the one breaking down all the, uh, the DNA and everything to and he's down to, you know, the gene pool where they switch genes on and off to see if ALS is affected by one gene being on or one gene being off mm. in a certain sequence to see if it continues to uh, manifest or go stagnant. And I mean, it's a whole, it's, it's well above my pay grade, you know, and my intellectual uh, ability to, to think about, but, Mm -hmm. you know, they've been doing research and the, the president of the angel fund, his name's Rich Kennedy. uh, He lost his dad. He lost his brother um, to ALS and he's a physical therapist he has been diagnosed now with mm-hmm. uh, with ALS himself, so mm-hmm. it is a familial thing that runs in his in his uh, in his family. But he's you know talking to Doctor Brown, and Doctor Brown's trying to push the FDA into you know some of the experimental drugs and experimental procedures to slow things down. And uh, Rich has actually done really really well for the amount of time that he's had this. Um, he still walks with a cane. And he is very determined to beat this. Mm. Um, he's run the Boston Marathon so many times. I couldn't tell you how many 
but he's that kind of athlete. His goal is again, one day to run the Boston marathon, even, you know, once he's passed this, what he calls this small hurdle. (laughs) And the, the 5k is not running this year because of COVID or is, are you doing something different? Uh, it's not being run as an event. Um, it's being done virtually. So okay. people can still go to, you know, Sharon Timlin or the angel org and go to the Sharon Timlin race and, uh, register, um, for donation. You know, obviously the registration is a donation. Um, and they'll, they'll run it on their own and they'll run it, uh, you know, virtually. So, uh, we're going to have some people gathered here in Colorado since some of the COVID restrictions have, uh, dissipated and we're going to, uh, you know, put together a small three, three and a half miles here. You know, if people come to Colorado and they're, they get a little mad because, you know, we have hills. It's not a flat <laughs> course here. <laughs> so you're running up a hill and, and you know, you're going to be breathing hard, but we're going to have that race, I believe on the 19th, which it's normally, you know, right before Father's Day on that weekend. You know, then we're going to have, you know, people over here at the house. So I've got family coming in. Uh, we've got a few people from Massachusetts coming in and we've gathered a lot of Colorado people that support what we're doing. And, uh, you know, they're going to be doing this race and run, uh, here. And then we're going to have a, a pool party at our house. Cool. Excellent. And what, once again, what's the web address for people to go to? They can go to the angelfund.org or they can go to the Sharon Timlin Memorial Race and look that up and it'll take them almost to the same place. Yeah. You know, Neil, we should, we should maybe think about since it is very prevalent and Mike and I are not the only family members who have suffered from it. We should maybe do a golf tournament with some of these guys and help raise a bunch of money that way too. I think that that'd be fantastic. Like- Let me know and yep. maybe I can show up. Yeah, that'd be great. We should, uh, we should seriously do that. But talking about seriously, great. we have a six pack. We yeah. have questions. Oh, that kind of six pack. Okay. Hopefully, Mike will have the answers. Neil's been working all week on these, man. So we'll be right back. One per day. We are the approach. (laughs) No, no studying, man. This is just off the cuff. We'll be right back. Guys, are you wedding ring shopping, or do you remember when you were? It was and should have been all about your wife. But what about you? Not so much then you don't know about manly bands. Manly bands are super cool, dude. And I only say it like that because I'm loving the manly band that I chose, the Surfer. I get compliments on it all the time. Gnarly! You golfers need to check out the Double Eagle in Manly Band's sports collection. Perfect for any golfer. Or check out Manly Band's MLB collection or the Jack Daniel Whiskey Barrel collection, just to name a few. If you're married and have a ring, get another one. You don't own just one ball cap, do you? Here's a special offer for listeners of The Approach Shot. Order your Manly Band and get 21% off plus a free silicone ring. Just go to manlybands.com slash approach. That's manlybands.com slash approach for 21% off. Manly Bands, the best damn rings, period. All right, we said we'd be back. We are back. It is the approach shot. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. Mike Timlin is no longer nervous because we've assuaged his his nervousness. And anybody who can pitch in a World Series game can handle six questions from Neil Michaels. You might say that, <laughs> but then again, you know, you never know. Mike, we're going to put you on the hot seat. You ready for the six-pack? I'll do my best. 
All right, here we go. <laughs> Question one, living or dead, who would you like to most sit and have a beer and talk sports with? Wow. Uh, living or dead, um, Walter Big Train Johnson. Wow. <laughs> Greatest answer of all time from a baseball fan. <laughs> he, uh, you know, he was a very big man when he played. And, uh, you know, I just like to sit and, and figure out, you know, pick his brain a little bit and see what he was, you know, how he worked through a lot of things. That is a great answer. And as a baseball geek, great choice. Christy Mathewson, maybe second. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Thank you. Question two, most embarrassing thing to ever happen to you either on the field or on the golf course? Uh, wow. Most embarrassing thing. Um, gosh, there's, there's a lot. I can't narrow down the baseball field thing to one because I've embarrassed <laughs> myself many, many times. Um, on the golf course, you know, hitting it into somebody's house and having to go retrieve the ball, uh, you know, that was that was a little embarrassing, and it was it was in, in you know when I lived in Florida. So you, know, you break a window, you got to uh, you have to apologize and, and pay for that. So that's that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah that, that's tough. Question three: ESPN does a Mike Timlin special that features your best game or best single performance, aside from the World Series. Which one is it? Um, in two thousand five, I pitched in. 81 games. So wow. literally I pitched every other game every in other that game. year. So that was, you know, the ERA wasn't, you know, too, it was, it was respectful, but it wasn't the best, but I was very proud of, of being able to, and I had to talk Terry Francona into throwing me into the 80 and 81. Cause he's like, I don't want to, you know, hurt you. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to pitch half the games and say I was able to do it. So, um, that was, that was kind of a cool thing. After 79 games, that's when he starts to worry. (laughs) (laughs) Question four, drive for show, putt for dough and a best ball. Are you showy or are you doughy? I am very showy. Oh, Um, really? In most scrambles, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm there to hit the long ball. I'll make a few putts here and there, but uh, I'm usually, my contributions are usually off the tee or out of the fairway. Chicks dig the long ball. That's right. That's what I've heard. (laughs) Question five. You just found a sports genie in a bottle and you get one wish. Would you play a baseball game with Babe Ruth and Ted Williams as your teammates or a Ryder Cup team with Tiger Woods and Jack Nicklaus? I would be in the Ryder Cup Every day. I would really? love that. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I would probably drag them down to the bottom of the ocean, but, uh, you know, I'm an, I'm an anchor. And that's, that's me. But maybe I'd get a few tips and, and you know, get my handicap to 11 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you go from an anchor to an albatross. I could, yeah. Ooh. There you go. There you go. That'd be Questions? awesome. Question six, and we ask this to everybody who comes on the show, since we are the approach shot in your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? Give praise to God on everything you do. Cool. That's just a basic, basic way I live. He he gives me everything. He gives me breath. He gives me life. He gives me my family. He gives me all the blessings I have. So he deserves it all. Perfect answer. And Mike Timlin, you are off the hot seat. Well done, sir. Oh, that was hot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
He's, See, at the beginning, you said this was no pressure compared to World Series. You tell me. Which was more, yeah, there was, there was a little pressure on the, uh, on the six questions. Right Mike, the cuff. Mike Timlin, man. Again, being a dyed-in-the-wool Bostonian, it is more than a pleasure to make your acquaintance, sir. John, it's been it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for coming on. We as as a as an, a person who lived in Baltimore and also enjoyed the Blue Jays and a lot of the other teams you mm-hmm. were on. We just enjoyed having you because you you definitely have that perfect mix of ball player and golfer and somebody that we would love to hang out with and yeah. have a beer with. And just playing cool. Uh, I would love it. And and honestly, if you if we can set that uh, the ALS tournament up, that'd be great. We will we will work on that. We will see. Yeah. We will definitely and please give me a call. I'd, I'd love to show up for that. That'd be great. Why, why do I get the feeling this is going to be at French Lick, John? Because <laughs> I know people? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody? Yeah, I mean, you know, which, which would you rather have, man? Uh, the, the Donald Ross course at French Lick or the Pete Dye course at French Lick, man? Mm, Pete Dye puts a lot of railroad ties out there, man. <laughs> yes, he does. And in French Lick, they are all at the edge of about a 60-degree hillside. So we'll set something up. You will definitely be the first person we call Mike Timlin. And I, once again, thank you so much for spending time with us here on The Approach Shot. Have current events affected the ability for you to pay your bills? Has your credit card debt overwhelmed you? Has your income decreased because you're working less or have you lost your job? Credit Guard of America may be able to help you find a solution to this problem. We offer a free, no-obligation consultation to learn how you can cut your payments by up to half and potentially lower your interest down to zero. Credit Guard of America is an A-plus rated nonprofit company that will work on your behalf. Credit Guard of America is licensed in all 50 states and has counseled over 1 million consumers struggling with debt just like you. Let us help you analyze and prioritize your debt. Negotiate with your creditors to reduce interest and payments. Set up one affordable monthly payment and provide ongoing education and support. Call now for a free no-obligation consultation and learn how you can become debt-free. Call 800-613-7650. That's 800-613-7650. And now, it's time for... Golf is a funny game. (laughs) Back to your hosts, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. I don't think Mr. Big Voice has any idea what he is in store for us right now. No, and he's not invited. We are reinventing, revisiting. Bad Uh, jokes uh, and bad jokes. Three. My most movie properties don't go beyond two. (laughs) (laughs) We will learn a lesson or teach a lesson. One of the two today. Bert Hart from Sweetheart Entertainment is back. And you thought you could get rid of me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's Bad Jokes and Dad Jokes 3. Woo! Yes. With Mark with a C. Mark, you're you're new to us. We uh, we apologize in advance, but thank right. you for for coming in and putting up with uh, us. That's okay. I'm I'm down for whatever. No apology necessary. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Mark is going to be today's judge because let's face it, if the three of us are judging each other, it's just stupid. Yeah, we're not very nice. Not very nice at all. We're just not good at it either. No, I mean we keep judging based on appearance and not the joke. You know. <laughs> Can, can we be assured that no money has exchanged hands? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> we don't have any. So. I don't. <laughs> I was about to say you definitely can be assured. <laughs> None of I think that. every. I think everyone's going to be. Uh, it's going to be very obvious with the way things turn out. <laughs> so we yeah. can change this from bad jokes to dad jokes to four broke guys trying to be funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do four rounds, guys. Oh, <laughs> and uh, and we'll do we'll do it uh, the way we did last time. John will start, Oops. and then uh, me, and then Bert. Okay, because let's face it, you're the one who I got experience doing this well. Both technicalities. You know? <laughs> it's, that's really all it is. It was like we were all doing pretty pretty average to bad, and it was like, well, he's the actual guy that does it, so he wins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all see the the list that just came out of the uh, the, the most popular names. Because one of the names that I have never seen on the list is Lance. Just doesn't seem to be a common name anymore. But back in the Middle Ages, man, they used to name their kids Lance a lot. Oh, there you see. <laughs> see we're, we're off to that start. Okay. <laughs> Who let <laughs> him start? <laughs> I had to set the bar low for y'all, man. Come on. I like how the joke started like it was just conversation and then it turned into that. You know, yeah. I, I actually almost ruined it because I was going to say that's funny because I went to a high school with a guy named Lance a lot. And I completely would have blew your punchline. <laughs> yes, so. you would have. I um, appreciate that. I was you're, you're conscientious of not interrupting the host. You're definitely here to judge. If we wanted you to compete, we'd have given you a microphone. <laughs> you know, along that same line, 20 years ago, I'm very nostalgic. 20 years ago, we had Johnny Cash. We had Bob Hope. We had Steve Jobs. Now, we have no cash, no hopes, and no jobs. Well, that's just depressing. <laughs> Man. That's not a joke. That's just a true statement. What is this? Bang, now playing the role of Debbie Downer. <laughs> wow. Maybe, maybe I ought to give you the microphone after all, Mark. <laughs> All right. Well, if those weren't really working for Mark and nothing I usually do does, I'm just going to try simple. Let's just let's just stay simple. All right. Okay. So what do you call a hippie's wife? You call a hippie's wife. Easy. Mrs. Hippie. <laughs> oh. It's Mrs. actually hippie. on my list and I didn't get it. So I didn't do it. <laughs> Now. <laughs> it's funny when somebody else says it. I was like, I don't. What, what does the South have to do with this? Then you said it, and it's like, oh. Does Mark have a sense of humor? Uh, he hasn't laughed yet, man. I just wondered. I, I kind of was put off by how he started because he said, "Let's keep it simple," knowing that he was talking to me. <laughs> and so, you know, half of comedy is in delivery, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you got to set it up well, mm -hmm. and and I think John actually set his up like like you were saying mike it was a very conversational i thought he was just you know we're going to talk about people and names and uh so the delivery there is what got me um All right, john round two let's see what we could do here all right two blondes walking through the woods first blonde says you know we'll be okay if we just follow these deer tracks and the second blonde says no no these are moose tracks deer tracks moose tracks deer tracks they, they were still arguing when the train hit them <laughs> <laughs> I like that one a lot. <laughs> I'm not a judge, but I, I'm a fan. There's, there's nothing wrong with uh, the thought of mutilated blondes on the pin tracks. So, uh, 
Guys, last week, I don't know if I told you this, John, but last week I got hit in the head with a can of Diet Coke. Oh, no. But don't worry. I'm not hurt. It was a soft drink. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> it's a soft drink. It's a, it's a good thing it wasn't Jim Beam. I got Jim Beam in the back of the head. <laughs> I like how you told John not to worry as if John was worried about that. <laughs> Don't worry, John. Yeah. Right. Well, as, as of now, there are clearly two guys who could do my job <laughs> better than me. How <laughs> to follow that up. Okay. Uh, let's try this. I taped, um, I used some, I used some uh, scotch tape and taped three USBs of family photos to a boomerang. And man, when that thing, that thing brought back so many memories. <laughs> this is the laugh from, oh my God, that's terrible. <laughs> See, but when you do funny. this, you're looking for like, there's many different kinds of reactions. There's the, oh my gosh, that's so dad joke or, oh, that's horrible. And there's the genuinely funny. And once you do it long enough, you don't care which one you get. <laughs> You just try and avoid silence. I'll take uh, I'll take weeping uh, over that. That is true. A groan still elicits some response. Yes, so indeed. Exactly nothing right. wrong with the groan. And right. you definitely Bert definitely got a groan on that one. I will but take it. I think oh, we'll have to give Bert the point there. Uh-huh. So, so Mark with a C, Judge, what do we got for a score here? Not that I should um, be asking that. Uh, uh, right now, it's a uh, it's a one it's a two way tie between John and Bert. Mm-hmm. So uh, you got your work cut out for you, Mike. Don't even know why I show up. I'm going to apologize up front. This one's just a little long, but there was a guy who went out and bought himself a, a really tricked out racing motorcycle. And as he was about to leave, the salesman said, wait a minute. Now there's a lot of exposed pipes on this thing and they can't get wet. So if you're in the rain, you got to cover him with this gel. And he gave him a tube of gel to cover it with. The guy said, fine. Went and picked up his girlfriend. He was taking his girlfriend to her house for dinner on the way. His girlfriend says, you know, we have a tradition at our house. Whoever speaks at the dinner table does the dishes. He gets to the house, opens the door, and is immediately assailed by the stench of rotten food. It looked like nobody had done the dishes for like a month. He couldn't eat. He was feeling bad. So what he did is he figured someone's got to talk. So he picks up his girlfriend, takes off her clothes, does her right there at the table. Nobody says a word. So he does the same thing to the mom, does her right there at the table. Then he hears this clap of thunder, and he remembers his bike, and he grabs the tube out of his jeans, and the dad goes, okay, I'll do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You did show up today, didn't you, Mr. <laughs> there was a lot going on in that one. <laughs> I like the the force setup of you got to put this gel on your pipes when because <laughs> without that it doesn't work. That's right. 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 Oh man. Okay. All right. You know what? Since I'm so far behind, I'm going to do two because I can't decide which of them I like better. I like them both, which means you guys will like neither. <laughs> Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? No. Great food, no atmosphere. (laughs) 
I get a giggle, I get a rub hand on his eyes, and I get a quiet giggle. John, if you're going to laugh, at least make it audible. <laughs> uh, we're not going to tell you whether we liked it either or not, but, I mean, you still got to laugh. I can see you laughing, but this is a podcast. Do us a favor. It doesn't. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if we liked it. We still laughed. <laughs> and, we, and, and you got to let it out, John. You can't, can't hold that in. Let it out. I, I, I will say, Mike, that's a great uh, – whenever you can um, put one of the hard sciences into a joke, that takes right. it to another level. So, Well, if you like that, then, then you'll love this. I began to read a horror novel last week in Braille. Something bad is about to happen. I can feel it. <laughs> You should have stopped after the first one. Yeah. Groans. I got groans. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm out. <laughs> He's just throwing that. Wait, wait a minute. The first one may save you. Okay. All right. I went to a um, I went to a dinner with my my neighbor next door, and she is from an Asian family. They love to cook. And the home, and they're very traditional about it, and they have three generations. So when I go over there, um, her grandmother was in the kitchen. She was making rice. Her mom was in the kitchen. She was making lo mein, and she was helping in the kitchen as well, and she was tossing uh, some vegetables. And I just love that that dinner was from all different walks of life. <laughs> just let nope. it sink in. Nope. Marinate in oh, that no, one. we got it. Oh, just, just give it time. He's still thinking about it. I- I assume lo mein is something that's cooked in a wok. See, wow. lost me there. How'd you figure that one out? Was it the <laughs> the way that I gave no other avenue or Well no, it, it's it. just that I, I don't eat lo mein and so I had no idea what you were talking about. If it makes you feel any better, Bert, John and I both got it. Hence the silence. <laughs> yeah. It does actually it. make me feel better, oddly enough. I'll take I got that. it because of the Asian cuisine connection. I just he lost me when he said low main. I don't I don't know what that is. So so I've listened to tons, literal. I weighed them tons of bad jokes in my life, but I never heard that one about the moon. And that's so simple and so direct. It, it didn't require a, a tube of gel. It didn't require, you know, it was simple, it was direct, and it made me giggle. So I got to give Mike the point on that one. Wow. Wow. I I don't know what that feels like. Yeah. I've never seen him happier in these three episodes. Sometimes simple is better. And honestly, Mark, uh, to your point, maybe you should tell them one of one of where you've been getting your jokes recently to let them know why your sense of humor is so far off of what they expected. Well, there there is um, there is a um, valuable Twitter handle called Kids Write Jokes. Some of these kids, I mean, it's almost like you can tell that they've been workshopped because they come up with some really good ones. Now, are some of them, do they miss the mark? Sure. I mean, they're kids, right? Mm -hmm. They're not going to be perfect. But uh, just to give you an example, okay, why is it called FedEx? Uh, Because the X got fed. So the fact that he loves this Twitter handle should let you know everything (laughs) you need to know is basically what I was saying. Speaks volumes. Wait a minute. So here's another gem. Why does the king sing so badly? Why does the king sing so badly? Yeah, because he's pregnant. (laughs) This is the man we invited on to be our judge. Yeah, I never told you it was a good idea. I just said it would would happen. 
did you have to prove it like this though? Well, Mark, I, uh, having just told those amazing jokes and knowing full well that we've given you the duty of declaring a winner here, there are there are three of us who are anxious for your uh, for your judgment from from a from a round to round perspective. I think you each won one of the rounds. I, I want to go back to the fact that. There's an essence of humor where um, what, what is it? Uh, 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 brevity is the, the the soul of levity or something like that. Wit. Brevity so is the soul of wit. Of wit. There you go. Yep. I got to give it to the guy who told the shortest and simplest joke and made me giggle the loudest. And that's Mike with his uh, moon joke. <laughs> wow. Mississippi was shorter than that. <laughs> well, that's that's I would have given John the, the crown today. <laughs> Uh, yeah. John definitely came with a delivery. The uh, the first joke and the delivery of the first joke was definitely a good setup. But uh, to me, simple, short uh, wins every time. And so, uh, well, if simple uh, and short wins every time, then Bert wins. Just you got that right. <laughs> I was named most simple and most short in my high school yearbook. In, in an effort to keep this thing rolling once a month and not to hurt anybody's sensitive ego if we call today a three-way tie. As long as Mark with a C doesn't win, I'm cool with that. <laughs> so I'm good. Hence the three-way. I think we got you there. I didn't bring him on to win, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, it sounded like you didn't bring a lot to win today, Bert. So, yeah. <laughs> I tried my hardest. I have really good ones that you and John would like, but like I said, I just told a lot of good ones on a taping, so... <laughs> Mississippi. Thank you again for, for, for being with us again today, John. I could tell you were starting to do the wrap-up, and I took your spot. You did. I just wanted to thank Mark for showing up. Mark with a C, man. It was great to meet you. I think you added quite a bit to the whole segment here. Um, I'm glad uh, to be invited and look forward to not being invited back. <laughs> <laughs> this segment is very much like playing golf. You can hit a ton of really awful shots, but you hit one where you chip in and you think, well, I could do this. So, <laughs> That's true. That's it. You always come back. You do. We do thank you both for showing up and making uh, making the bad jokes and dad jokes. Uh, golf is a funny game. So much fun this time, man. Thanks a lot, guys. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. It happened to me. And then I found Nugenics Total T. New Nugenics Total T is our most powerful man-boosting formula ever because it boosts your free testosterone and your total testosterone. Nugenics Total T helps provide even more energy, performance, testosterone, and muscle-boosting ingredients for even better results. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text GRIT to 321321. Samples are not available in stores. Well, wait. When are you going to do something about it now? I got to try Nugenics Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. That's G-R-I-T to 321321. Okay, who won? Well, not me. <laughs> I mean, I, again, the judge said my joke Mm -hmm. was the best of all of them. But you did notice that he never quite committed to, and with that, I win. 
And frankly, I have to tell you, and this is not sucking up to you for any reason, because I have no reason to mm-hmm. suck up to you. I thought you were the best this week. Thank you. Far. Thank you, sir. One thing, when he brought the judge in, I don't know if he – did he search for a stoic person? Because that judge <laughs> did not break a smile, man. It's supposed to be a comedy bit, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that the beauty of this is – we can always do this again. And unfortunately for our listeners, we will. <laughs> I was going to say we probably will, but no, it's it's definitely. We will Definite, definitely yeah. do it again. <laughs> we do hope that uh, when it comes to tuning in, you consider definitely doing it again. And check us out, ApproachShot.net and anywhere else podcasts are available. Yeah, and hit that subscribe button. It doesn't really do anything except make us feel better about ourselves. Right. And <laughs> – <laughs> We need the affirmation. If you're new to us from the Russian Federation or South Africa or India or Australia, please do take a listen to some of the other shows that we've done in the past. We've had some great guests. We really enjoy people who come to us that are new and say, hey, I just heard your Joey Greco, which was the very first one that we did. We thought he was great and stuff. So we really do enjoy when people come to us and say that they listen to some back shows. It makes us... uh, makes us feel good about the fact that you're sticking with us. It does, and we appreciate it. So uh, until next week, remember that golf is a game. But the same people who invented golf and called it a game also invented bagpipes and called it music. And also remember, life is a gift. Go open it. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.